Hello and welcome to Just Another Liverpool Podcast with me, your host, Stuart Jones, and my co-host, Matt Wood. Now, this podcast is a bit different from our usual podcasts. Um, due to me being ill for our review of the Villa results, we are recording tonight um, a review show on the Genk performance and a preview on, on the Man City game on Sunday. Now, onto the Genk results and performance. Uh, Genie's deft finish um, in the first half and the Ox's powerful finish in the second sealed a 2-1 win at Anfield. Putting us nine points um, in the group and topping it ahead of Napoli, who drew one all with Salzburg. Um, so that leaves us on nine points and Napoli on eight. Right, performance. Can I just say, is that your apology for this week? Because you usually have an apology every podcast, don't you? Uh, this, don't forget this, your this... technical issues on the previous podcast. That's long forgotten, that. no, Nobody remembers that. Oh, right, it's just tradition now, you start off with an apology. I know. Just, but, yeah, um, we've got it's, strange, it's strange doing a midweek podcast, a bit different, isn't it? Yeah. It's right. good, to, good to mix it up, though. Sorry, yeah, I just yeah. thought I'd get that bit of small talk in there. Yeah, you want me to apologise. Um, looking forward to next week's anyway. I was to, ill I'm Migraine. looking forward to next week's apology <laughs> right <laughs> whatever that'll be <laughs> uh, you, you must be a freak because you don't you've never had a migraine oh no but like I'm just talking generally about these different apologies that we're getting okay let's move on to right the, performance of Liverpool to the listenership um, yeah I think Given the the changes that we made, um, I wasn't expecting it to be a. Um, I wasn't expecting us to to blow them away really. Even though we know the by far the poorest team in the group, they are going to be the whipping boys. I know they took a point off Napoli. Earlier in the group, but I think that was a bit of a, fluke result more than anything because I know Napoli had a lot of, clear opportunities in that game. But I think because we did make a few changes, there was a little bit of. Um, you know, less kind of continuity there um, with the team selection. I felt that that would impact things slightly. I think it did uh, have an effect on the game, but I think for large spells, like, we, we played pretty well. Uh, we had a few sloppy moments um, at the end of the first half and uh, a little bit towards the end as well, but I think overall we, you, you felt like we were in control uh, generally. Disappoint to yeah. give a give a goal away. We've now got in this habit of we just, it's like we're giving the opposition like a a, a glint of hope. Uh, in all these games, we've just seems to be like gifting a goal away, which is a bit. Uh, it's a little bit frustrating, but you know, it's, it, as we always say on on the podcast, it's difficult to be too critical when we just keep winning every week. But yeah, one one minor gripe, I suppose, was was to give away another goal. Yeah. I thought the first and the second half are like mirror images of yeah. each other. It's like the last five, like, you know, the whole match, like, we dominated the play. But then, like, the last five to ten minutes of each half, you know, we were letting them back into it. Really, like, sloppy moments of play and um, switching off at the back, really. Especially yeah. for the Ghent goal with this, the corner. You know, just shutting off at the back, really. You know, who... who it's the whole, yeah. the whole argument, well, we, isn't it, with the zonal marking sometimes? We conceded the goal from a set piece against Villa as well, didn't we? So it's definitely an area where you think 
maybe we need to to look at and um you know just um become a bit more solid there really um because I, I think it is something that we have improved on but it's just you know come alight again obviously the past two games now um yeah performances of players well, like well I, I was going to say to you what what have you made of um Trent in the last couple of games because I think he's really gone up a level um in the last couple of games especially against Villa I thought he was outstanding against Villa I thought yeah. that was his I think that was arguably his best performance for for us um one that always springs to mind for me was uh, when we played Man City um, a couple of seasons ago in the Champions League and um, he did really well against Sané. Def- well, that was more defensively, but I felt against Villa in particular, he's almost become like a playmaker, hasn't he, from right back? Yeah. Like, he, yeah. He, he's kind of... He's, he's kind of like... Um, you know making a new a new style out of, of out of that that position on the pitch really and kind of reinventing the role a little bit. You know, if you look at um if I think of right backs who have kind of progressed, um what's what you're able to, to do in that position. Like I think of like Danny Alves when he was at Barcelona and, and just the way he was you know, he spent more time in the opposition uh, you know, third than he would do his own, you know, it was, it was very much the, the emphasis was, was was an attacking outlet, if you like. But I think Trent's now even taking that to a new level in terms of contribution from that area of the pitch, the way he's able to, like, deliver balls into the box. And his, his switches of play in the last few games have just been have just been first class. Yeah. There was a ball he played um, in the Genk game where he, he, he kind of... Uh, he cut he cut through the ball. It was like a low driven pass to uh to Oxley Chamberlain on the edge of the area. I don't know if you remember, but it but it, it cut right through the um the opposition team and it was an absolutely amazing pass. Um and I, I just think he is he's really taken on um it feels like he's he he's taken on more responsibility as well and and, and, and in doing what he does helps drive the team forward as well and take the initiative in yeah. games. Like, um, even from that, you wouldn't necessarily associate that that style of play with that position. You, to me, you know, watching um, watching Liverpool over the years, you see someone like Steven Gerrard, who's very inspirational from centre midfield. You know, because they 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 can occupy those kind of like um, uh, those kind of critical areas on the pitch, if you like, but. For him to be able to impact the game so much from from that position, uh, lately has just been uh, has just been amazing really. And they they uh, some something else that I, I um that I picked up on was a stat um during that game, was the fact that he's had the most touches of any player in the Premier League, wow. this season, which again just shows the um the influence that he has on again, yeah. even though he's not in a central position where you'd associate with a lot of the, the the traffic if you like in a game um yeah you're always fit to that holding midfielder to get most of the ball don't yeah you, in teams yeah. like that but for him to have that and for him to him to be able to uh influence games the way, the way oh, he yeah. does but i think i don't know what you yeah you think. well 
I can't really add to that, really. I agree with it completely. I think I've been saying, though, previously on podcasts where he is our main outlet now. He, he does start everything. It all comes from him. And that just shows it, that stat, really. You know, the most touches in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is just that defensive side, isn't it? When he's, which we've talked about yeah. before. He just... Occasionally, he'll just, like, leave his... his his space if you like and an opposition can get in yeah. behind it a little bit and threat, I think actually brilliant. I do think that's something we'll move on to the City game but I do think that's something they'll probably target yeah. that wouldn't surprise me whatsoever yeah um, what I wanted to um, say basically in this Genk game um, play, like we played obviously like fringe players um, like so the Ox Origi Gomez mm. and Keita yeah, you could say possibly Milner, but um, yeah. I want to pick out these four really. Starting with the Ox, how did you rate his performance? I thought he was. I thought he was the he was our best player in that game. Yeah, I don't know what what you thought of how the the way we lined up, but it looked like in the first half he was playing like a number ten. Um, yeah. in like a diamond, and then the second half yeah, I think he moved point. over to the left hand yeah. side, but. He's always involved, isn't he? You know, going forward, I thought after he scored, he grew into the game a lot more. I think he's definitely a confidence player, uh, Chamberlain. And I, I was quite surprised. I was going to make a comment, you know, if it wasn't ill for that Villa podcast, that yeah. um, I was quite surprised he didn't start um, that game. I thought that was the perfect game to put him in. Yeah. Well, we started Lalana, didn't we? We're kind of yeah, flicking between know, the two yeah, a little bit. Really. But I actually. Th- Given that is very much a stopgap putting Lalana in there because we, I think we we're resting Fabinho so he wouldn't get the yellow yeah. for the City game, but I thought I thought he he did all right actually considering that position, um, yeah like Chamberlain what 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 I was gonna say was even though he moved position, first half to second, there wasn't any drop in his level like he was still. He was still like an attacking threat. Um, he was actually. Do you remember when we did that podcast? Um, well, a few weeks ago now. I think it was for the, I think it was Newcastle at home. Do you remember when we were saying, he he struggled oh, in yeah. the game and he was quite. Um, uh, he wasn't. There was a few times when he when he kind of give, possession away yeah. quite carelessly. You know but what? He is, seemed, you know that performance. That's yeah. how like we'll move on to him. Like, but Cater is playing like, he's like off the pace. Yeah, so just get yeah, just getting like caught on the ball at times and just yeah. just playing like the loose, uh, a, a little loose pass here. So there, with the Ox's performance, do you think he can kind of shoehorn into the? Well, he's doing his be- he's doing his best, isn't he? To you can't argue with with the case he's putting forward. I think the great thing he's got in his favour that we've talked about is if you look at the if you look at the three who you'd say are the first choice, which is Fabinho, Wijnaldum and Henderson. Chamberlain has got such, uh, so much more of a goal threat yeah. than any of those. And I know Wijnaldum uh, here and there a little bit, and it does more for probably uh, the national team than, than he does for Liverpool maybe. But Chamberlain definitely, oh, I said it before, but outside the box... It is good actually to have that a different type of, um, a different type of threat to the opposition for him to be able to just pull the trigger, 
um, you know, anywhere from like the edge of the box to like thirty yards out. Um, it's someone else to think of, isn't it, for a defense? Because you know, usually it's obviously right. Keep an eye on Firmino, Salah, and Mane. Mm. Don't worry about Henderson and Genie. They're not going to really. Yeah, pound it's the work. Goal. Yeah, we know what they do. It's workman like, isn't it? It's, uh, and they they help the rest of the team function. That's why we can we can afford for the fullbacks to get as forward as they do, um, because we've got that hard work in engine room in the midfield. But yeah, like I say he's he's putting his best foot forward with 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 a with a shout for for a start against City. Um, Is he going to start then? I don't, I don't. I don't think he will. No. Um, it's difficult, isn't it? I. I think it's hard to. It. it it's that thing of like if it if it isn't broke, don't yeah. try and fix it. You know, even though that midfield is less spectacular, like it's doing a job and we're getting the results. So, why would you then go and, yeah, go and change that? So. No, I agree. I think he'll. I think he'll probably start on the bench, but it's a great, you know, great option to have. Um, from the bench, Divock Origi. Thought he played okay. Do you know what with Origi? I've noticed lately. I actually think his his hold up and uh, all round game is has been much yeah. improved I was this season in particular. Holding up the ball so well, it's sticking game. to him a lot more, and he's he's um. He's just able. And I, but he's shown his attributes, what he's always yeah. had. You know, he's obviously a big lad, and he has, you know, use your strength, use what you've yeah. got. He's, you know, he, he's very tricky with the ball as well. Yeah, he's very good at holding. The I ball. don't know if it's helping him just playing out. You know, he's 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 kind of um been converted into like a wide forward a little bit now. Like he can still play down the middle, but a lot of the time he's on on the side, isn't he? And it's, yeah, it's just adding a different dimension to his game. It's probably just releasing him... that um, pressure as well as being a forward. Because yeah. as a forward, you're always labelled how many goals have you got. Yeah. So this position that he's kind of I just into think the team, yeah. I think I pressure. think he's turned him in, turned himself into like a fantastic squad player, hasn't he? I I I think. Yeah. Somebody who. Can you know look at the Arsenal game in the cup like, um, the 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 goal or the two goals sorry that he scored in yeah. that game uh, absolutely yeah brilliant, and you know he's he's obviously gonna have that, um that cult hero status if you like for what he did last season in the Champions League as well so, he's always he's always gonna carry that with him, I think as well the impression of him I get is that now I think he's probably come round to the idea of being a squad player as well. He doesn't come across... And, you know, this is just the outside looking in, but he doesn't look like someone to me who would be unsettled by yeah. not, not, starting ev- not starting every game. Yeah. He's probably quite content with the fact that we have the front three. He will get opportunity. This is the thing with playing so many games, in fairness. like this, well, We're talking about the fringe players there, but they do they are getting game time, aren't they? Because, we, because of the... The sheer volume of of um, matches yeah, they were, they were playing. So, um, I, do you I, think it, with that game performance, it, it just crossed my mind where, you know, we were making these chances. You know, there was, you know, you can't like look at that game and go, oh god, we only just managed two one. There, it should have been a lot more. Do you yeah. feel we need someone more clinical? To start putting these chances away. I don't know because 
in that game, like Salah for me had a lot. He was um, he was he, much improved for me. Salah he was definitely in his uh, from that Villa game. I thought he's he looks like he's carrying an injury here, and I thought this mm. was a game he would sit out. But for him to play for me, and the way he played, it's like yeah. oh yeah, he hasn't got an injury. He's fine. Yeah, I thought again his his build his general play in the build up was really good. Yeah, there was a couple of times where he. he what Salah's really good at as well at times perhaps goes a little bit unnoticed if the ball's like punched into him and he can pin a defender oh, and then spin yeah. round him he's really deceptively quite strong there I think the bigger but, the centre off the better he does yeah. sometimes the problem though that he had in that game and I've noticed a bit recently as well which I think has always been the case but his finishing at times can be a little bit like I don't know it's almost like he's trying to He's yeah. too anxious to get a shot away. He doesn't quite connect properly with the ball. I think the first it's very season, erratic, isn't it? It's yeah. like try and get it in quick, but which which he's always had, even from the first I remember his very first game for us against uh Watford. Um in the league. memory bank here, aren't you? Yeah. Go on. Um in the league. And, um, it to us. Yeah, it was three <laughs> yeah. Stato uh, but it was three three, but like he had he scored one goal in the game, but he had multiple chances to score. And I always remember thinking from that I'm just game... just nodding my head there going, like, yeah, you I remember, remember. Yeah, I remember this. I could just be making it up. But you could see from the, from the very first game that he played for us, he was always going to be a threat. He was always going to create chances with his speed and the way he can get him behind and his strength. But he's not a natural finisher and he's never been... A natural finisher, even though he in that first season especially he ended up with so many goals, thirty four or something in the mm-hmm. league, whatever it was. It was more, he felt that confidence was playing a part. Yeah, but is he, is he ever going to be one of those players who it only takes him one or two chances to score a goal? I don't necessarily think he is. I just think he's so you have to kind of accept that. He's gonna get himself into the position sometimes, and then fluff the chance. It's just the way. It, even thinking now, like just just back into previous games, you remember Sheffield United away. I remember him going clean through. Oh yeah. And and you yeah. you kind of you're never really confident that he's he's just gonna be able to. Not uh, anymore. I think yeah maybe like you know, last season season and a half ago when he did have that brilliant season. Yeah. You you were like oh I'd, yeah he's gonna bury this. Yeah. I just think he's snatching things a little yeah. bit more now. Which I, I don't know whether it sometimes it he's perhaps a little bit too desperate to score. Maybe that's that's part of the reason. But the Mane rivalry. Yeah, and sometimes rivalry. as well is you know I don't want to get too critical on Sander, but there was a there was an instance in that game where. Let me guess, he should have passed it. No, he did pass it, but it was oh. overhit. Do you remember when Manny came on? Oh, yeah. And he just... Nice bit of play. and then... It just required a little bit of care yeah, on the ball, just weight it nicely. And he overhit it. But I was, like you say, he was much more uh, like his usual self in that game in terms of the problems he was causing. Um, it was just that final end product. Um, it looks good, the, though, the for the City game, that you know, Salah's looking his old self, yeah. you know, it's promising. Uh, right, another fringe player then, um, Joe Gomez. Um, like, his performance for me, just, it's not commanding enough, really. You know, it's not showing... 
confidence and especially heading into a City game. You know, may, maybe whatever he did against Genk, he was never going to start, but that, you know, that performance against Genk, it's, it's not going to do him any good, really. It's not going to do him any favours to try and oust Lovren. Yeah, I, I didn't think he was he was terrible. Um, it wasn't commanding, though, was it? There was think... a few instances where it was kind of like decision making was wrong, like how to like mark the man. And I tell you what was was interesting though. What I what didn't help him in that game at times. I thought was I, there was time, especially in the second half. I just thought Van Dijk was on a different <laughs> no, level. Yeah, to, he was. He was it was like their players, yeah, it was Dyke. like it was men against boys, like yeah, for it Van was Dyke. like a a, a schoolboy team of ten year olds. He just and like it, pushed them out, you know, you know, he didn't he, push them out of the way, but he just used his strength to just get, yeah. you know, get out of the way. That's my yeah, goal. It's too easy yeah, for him. The, the ball was getting played up, and he was just like reading it, getting in front of people. There was a few times when he, he proper fancied a run forward, didn't he? He, yeah. want, he wanted a goal in that game. He wanted to just like pick the ball up. Go on a little run and like smash one in from thirty yards, but it it looks so easy for him. And then, I don't think that helps Gomez at times because then you you watching him and thinking right, can he do a, a similar sort of thing? And he's not, he's not quite there. But I don't know. I, I didn't think he did. I didn't think he did badly. But it's um, and I still think long term, that's the partnership that Klopp will wanna will wanna shoot. <laughs> Shoehorn's probably the the wrong terminology, but that's that's the that's the partnership that I think he ultimately wants because you can see that from it was the way so started good, the season it? last season. Last well, we season. started going yeah. to start the season, didn't he? And he started the he started last really season good. as well, didn't he? At, at centre half as well, so you can tell from the outset that's the way Klopp wants to go, but then you know performance dictates that somebody else is getting a chance, you know. As and has been the case with Matip. And he's come in and done really well, so then he keeps the shirt. Yeah. So I I don't know. I would I wouldn't be I wouldn't be too um yeah, too, not too, too critical, on the performance, yeah. but it perhaps again it probably needs more games as well, just to build up a bit of rhythm and that when you when you come in and out of the out of the team, that's that's kinda of difficult. And he does he see, seems to be in this role at the moment as well, where he's coming on for a couple of minutes here and there. And just having to get up to speed. Yeah, I it never does a player good that I think. Yeah. Um I think his best chance at the minute is understudy to Trent really. You know, in a way like when Trent needs a rest, I think that's his best opportunity getting back into the team. Yeah. Especially once Matip's back fully fit. Yeah. Um finish on like Naby Cater then. Um frustrating really, like, because I do think there is a player in him. You know, there is a player there to add something else to the team. I think he's really good at from deep carrying the ball and it's just at the minute that final ball, that final decision making where he's getting it wrong and when he gets it wrong it does look a bit you know, like it breaks down and it's like especially like when I was listening to it last night you could hear the crowd. Especially in the first half when he was trying to do these like marauding runs and you know the defender would just easily take it off him, and you could hear the crowd like groaning. It's just a bit worrying for Kate. I think you know he has had a lot of niggling injuries since mm. he's arrived, and I don't know. 
it's just like you know it's, it's sometimes it happens to players where they just never fit in I've got a feeling that could it could all change I hope it changes because yeah. I do I do rate him but times you know passing by a bit especially like how other players yeah. are playing he's it's not gonna... right off too soon eh? oh I know I know and obviously there's a lot to write off there it was over 50 million wasn't it 54 million yeah it's a lot of money but I think again though with him like it probably is just getting into a rhythm of, of playing of playing games which unfortunately because because he's part of such a successful team that's hard to really get get into isn't it when you've got that level of competition for places and the first team are, are playing so well that your opportunities are slightly limited but even the lawn is ahead of him now <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think um, I think this. What I've always thought about him is there is a lot. You feel like there's a lot more to come from him, um, and sometimes it takes players a while to settle as well. Like with the new league and and all that type of thing. And like you say, he has had injuries. I, f- for me, I just think he should be afforded a little bit more time. He's just. A victim of circumstance in a way because of the injury that he picked up, because the team's done so well without him, he's not gone straight back in there. Um, because I think was he start of last season? I'm sure the start of last season. Digging into the memory bank here against you, I'm sure that the start of last season he he started in the team in the first game against West Ham. Um, so, you know, the intention was there that he was gonna perhaps be in that first 11 but unfortunately things have just worked against them it's not happened and just has to kind of try and make the most of his opportunities but I don't know I think there's more to come but it's it's difficult for him because of the um because of just he's just not getting quite that that run of games but he's enough what I said it on the last podcast I think we've just got to appreciate that we've got players there be spent a lot of money on essentially he's just a squad player who comes in yeah. at the moment every now and again um, it's good that we've got that somebody like that who we can who we can bring in and we can we can rest some of the the uh, the first team so right with um, the Champions League obviously we've got Napoli next um, do you think well, they drew, didn't they? Yeah. So I really think Salzburg are, are a really decent team, actually. Um, and they showed that against us, even though we... Um, they looked like they were quite susceptible to um, defensively. But going forward, I thought against us, they looked really dangerous. And they've got this, this Haaland now, who is just oh, banging yeah. in the goals continuously. I think he's on seven now. Got another one. Uh, against Napoli, uh, they ended up getting a, a decent point as well. So, I wouldn't write them. We you know we play them last game away. I wouldn't write them off completely. Um, I I think they're a decent team. Um, because that's thing. What, what was the we, question you were asking? Well, me? basically, off on tangent, <laughs> um, yeah, basically we've got Napoli next. Napoli. Even if we beat Napoli, yeah. obviously it all goes down. It comes down to how Salzburg get on against Genk. So obviously Salzburg, you're probably looking that they'll beat Genk and then it comes down to the last game where obviously all we need 
it it all depends obviously on that last game, Napoli against Genk, us against Red Bull. But do you feel confident that we'll beat Napoli? Yeah, I think you always fancy us at home, don't you? I think that's a complete. That is one where you being away to Napoli is a completely different proposition to to being at Anfield. Um, very intimidating atmosphere to to go away to. You know, it's become a given that they've beaten us there now two consecutive years. Bit of a bit of a bogey game for us. Um, I'm just trying to bear with because I'm just looking at the dynamics of the group shoe just to. Um, yeah, do you want me to eat some air time? Watch <laughs> having a look. Fill some time, Stu, while I get I get this up. I'm just looking at the table now just to um see where we're at with everything. So we're in a good position, aren't we? And I think you would you would back us to even though Napoli are a good team, you you would back us at home um to get the results. And that should be enough to um did you say that is enough to get us through? I think it is, isn't it? The math. Or is it not? It comes down the to how... Complexities of the mathematics on the spot here. But that would take us to 12. Um, leaving Napoli on 8. Um, and Salzburg can get up to 7. So that would yeah take us through, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I think what's interesting there is I think Salzburg will be gank. Um... And then they play us in the last game, and we could potentially be through, um, given the the fixture pile up. Then we've got, we could change the team around quite a bit. Yeah, in that last so that game. could be an opportunity for Salzburg in that game. Yeah. Um. Okay, that covers the Champions League performance. Then, um, we'll move on to our upcoming fixture against uh, Man City on Sunday, um, half four kick off uh, at Anfield as well, um, right City. Um, what do you think their probable probable lineup is? City's it's pretty given, lineup. isn't it? Edison, Mendy. Yeah, so I'm not sure. Walker, I, I, I just back. I was just noting this down actually. So Edison, yeah. The thing about City is, with us, it's a lot more. You can predict our team, a lot more than I think you can do with City because there's a few kind of toss-ups in, in different positions. So, like, Walker, you'd expect to play. But then they've also had Cancelo uh, playing at right-back. Fernandinho and Stones, I think, will play at centre-back. Yeah. And then it's a toss-up between Mendy and Angelino at left-back. Uh, Angelino did play last game. Well, City are playing as we're talking at, at, at now. The time of, uh, yeah. At the time of recording. Um, so, it all depends I'm on what... frantically trying to see who's... <laughs> What team he's put out? Who's tonight. started? Because um, that'll give a good indication of at left back who he's going to play against us. So they're playing Atalanta as we as we talk, and they've started. Oh, Mendy started at left back. Ah, okay. And Cancelo has started at right back. But he is starting Fernandinho. Who's definitely going to play against us? Yeah. So um, and they've brought Atamendi in as well at centre back. Um, this is a live reaction. This. So, <laughs> what's interesting there is they've got uh, the other again, another toss up, Jesus or Aguero. The start in Jesus, so that, yeah. I would think Aguero will start. I think previously he's always in the big games. He's always favoured Aguero. 
So I think that was always a given. Yeah. But what he's put out there, I, I think that still leaves question marks on who who, who will plays actually at left start. back. Yeah, I think that's it's that's difficult to say at left back. I would given. Oh, he's hard to read, isn't he, Guardiola? At times, but I think I think Walker will will play. Um, well, for me in the midfield, I think he has really favoured Gundogan this season, where he's always been in yeah, and out. Because but Fernandinho this, is playing at centre back yeah, now, especially. So. so I think he's a given, and then obviously De Bruyne's got to play, and then I think he'll go for uh, Bernardo Silva, uh, which he's actually he's done that free tonight. Yeah, and then going forward, Sterling. Aguero and David Silva for me. Is David Silva injured? Well, uh, I heard enough. That year. Well, I heard like obviously it's just smokescreen, isn't it? It's just to throw a firework, you know, firework in there. Topical there. Uh, yeah. Um, obviously, with Guardiola making the comments as well about Mane being a diver, um, I think he, you know, he, he obviously started the mind games early. Yeah. Klopp, you know, at least Klopp hit back as well, basically saying, you know, City have always been known to to do tactical fouling. Yeah. So, yeah. So, th- so basically you think David Silver will play? You think that's a bit of a smokescreen? Yeah. Because what is it? Is injury? I don't know. Exactly. Hamstring or something, is it? Yeah, so I think he'll play. Um. So, yeah, moving on to City then, like... How do they approach this game? How do we approach this game? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, for me, City need to win it more than us. I think they've yeah, got but to I, I, I don't, I don't think we're the type of team, especially Anfield, who are going to be, like, hesitant of, do you not, think of, we could of play not going for the result, going um, for the jugular. That is the the way we play. But do you not think we I could think, maybe box clever a bit and just think, you know, they need to win this more than us. Maybe we could play... The counter, counter, counter game, which let's face it, in the past we've been so good at. I think it is going to be frenetic, uh, like the. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if it is similar to, or we're gonna try and play similar to how we did against Barcelona, in the Champions League last season in the second game. Do you remember how we? We absolutely just blitzed them uh, oh, well, in terms yeah. of in terms of the press. You know, it was from the get go. It was just completely in their faces, giving them no time whatsoever on the ball. I wouldn't surprise me if we had a similar approach. We know City are, are similar in the sense of they're a possession based team that they're gonna want to try and and Guardiola won't change. You know, he's gonna try and still dominate the ball but I think we're going to get right into their faces um, and just make it just make it a frenetic crazy game get the crowd you know the crowd's going to be absolutely huge yeah, you gonna imagine it's going to be part. really hostile and that type of football is going to get the crowd up as well you, again talking about that Barcelona game it's a trigger for the crowd you know that press people are closing them down you know the balls with the goalkeeper with the centre backs, you know, Stones has has got an error in him when it comes to um playing the ball out at times. You know, get him under pressure. I think that's I think that's how we're gonna try and approach the game, force him into some mistakes. Well I was gonna mention that actually, like looking at both teams, who do you think we'll try and 
um, Paul Shaw. Yeah, and who do you think they'll try and put pressure on? You know, who 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 can they target to give them the the best opening? Who can we target? Is it probably John Stones? Maybe Salah. The fact, the, 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 there's no getting away from the fact that their defense is. Um, is the area that you can exploit the two centre backs? They, they, that's where they've had issues. Fernandinho's a makeshift centre half. You've got to try and, you've got to play on that, haven't you? And, yeah. Otamendi's uh, never been convincing if he plays, but then if it is, Stones, he's never convinced either. Yeah, and I think yeah, we know how clever like Firmino is, uh, and the way in his movement. Is Fernandinho going to be able to... The fact that he's not a recognised centre-back, is he going to be able to play against somebody like Firmino, who isn't your your typical number nine, if you like, of playing up against the defender who drops in uh, into the pockets? Is is he used to that? Could he... Um, would he be able to uh, kind of control that? That's the type of problem I think we need to, we need to cause them, really. Who do you think they'll target? Um, well, I think. Oh yeah, we said, didn't we? That I think, I think that's one area of of Trent's game where, um, the opposition does does look to potentially, um, look at as an area of weakness for us, and I think, they have done it in the past as well with Sané. They they try to, to really focus on that area, um, and get that ball, get that switch on, get that ball in behind. Uh, Trent a little bit it wouldn't surprise me if they went a similar way so it's likely to be it's likely to be Sterling isn't it on that side who's never well. really performed coming back to us has he Sterling obviously the crowd getting in his head it really does affect him yeah um, but is he going to get much change out of Trent I don't know. I think Sterling's gone up to that level now where he is like a big game player. So, you know, he's going to be absolutely desperate to um, to have an impact on this game. It, it's going to be tough. Like the for, last eight uh, games for us. I think that's where, you know, you talking about the midfield, that's where your workman like midfield comes in really because you're going to have to have the likes of Henderson getting over there and, and helping um, Trent out a lot. Um and just making sure we don't get too exposed, really. And then also, depending on who's playing centre-half on that side as well, needs to be really switched on, because we know Sterling's movements, a little bit similar to how we play in a way. He, he starts on the side, but he always ends up in the six-yard box, doesn't he? He gets those yeah. tap-ins. So whoever's playing centre-half on that side... I think it's good needs to, needs I think to be switched on I think a big man that. for us for this game, could, like, and who could be key... Is Fabinho. I think obviously, like transitionally, where if they're on the attack, if he can obviously nullify, you know, but let's face it, who's going to be coming at him? You know, De Bruyne, say, Bernardo Silva, yeah, um, more centrally maybe Aguero, but if he can turn over that ball, and get it out quick, then that, I think that's where we could mm. really, really prosper, where we get them on the counter quick. If we can do that interchange of play really quick, yeah, and obviously well, I, I Trent's think... big for that, you know, doing those crossfield balls. I think that's 
I think that's that could what, be our key. These long balls. Yeah, I think on the counter attack is where we're gonna hurt them the most as well. You're right. When they are, they're gonna want possession. They're gonna wanna. Because that's the thing. Fabinho's the really good at breaking up the play, um, and maybe to a credit, maybe Henderson. But Fabinho is. I do feel like. Especially against big teams who do come and attack, because that's the thing. Like these previous games that we've been playing in, nobody's really been that gung ho against us. With City, you know what you're gonna get. So I think yeah. this will be a big game for Fabinho, where it will show his true talent, where he can nick these balls. He's, yeah, it's gonna involve a lot more play. turnover, isn't it? In because a lot of the time, I know you're saying we're the ones with the ball. The emphasis is on on us to to move the ball to work the opportunities whereas this is the one game that we have in the or the one team that we play in the season where it's a different type of challenge isn't it because they're going to have you would think quite a bit of ball like you say they're going to have moments in the game where they are on the front foot so you're going to need you're going to need that midfield destroyer aren't you to turn the ball over but it shows that you know shows how valuable Fabinho is to this game that Klopp said in that Villa one there's no chance you're playing because we yeah. can't have you getting a yellow so no it shows yeah. how critical he is well, what, what, team, what would your team be? for us? yeah for Liverpool if you were your Jurgen Klopp oh, I think it's God given, forbid God forbid <laughs> you're in Jurgen Klopp's I'm not giving shoes. some keynotes like. um, no Anderson no it's, it picks itself doesn't it? Do we really have to so, brush so, on this? I mean, we can gloss straight over this because obviously, you know, you got Allison, Trent, Allison, Lovren, so like, Lovren or Gomez. It's got to be Lovren because that's the thing. Gomez, I didn't, he's. He I never think you'd be saying last year. I know, but that's the thing. Like that game there against Genk, you know, possibly if he did have like a, a solid game, he could have pushed himself into starting. But I think he was always going to pick Lovren for this. Obviously Virgil, um, Robbo, and then yeah Fabinho. Do you think? Do you think that's a? Do you think that's a certainty he's gonna go with Lovren? Because if you think about, and you could be, I could be thinking about this too much, but Lovren hasn't played that many games, so in a way, it was there was no reason for him not to play against Genk, really, was there? If he wanted to keep the continuity of the of the defenders. Um. Of the two centre backs, button. I just I'd be because you would very surprised. You wouldn't you wouldn't say oh he's rested Lovren there because he doesn't really need her. He hasn't played that many games. Yeah, well, yeah, I see where you're coming from, but I just I'd be very surprised. I'd, yeah, if I th- I starts. think he will go with Lovren. Yeah, but I just, and then he's going to go with the tried and trusted three. Um, at least you know if that's not working. You know you have got Chamberlain who so, looks yeah. up and running now yeah. finally. Yeah. And then obviously. Well, we know we know what the front three is going to be. That's 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 obvious. Yeah. But so you you would start with Fabinho, Wijnaldum, and Henderson in the middle. Yeah, because it's because that's the thing. Even like, if you're Jurgen, you're Jurgen Klopp. If you've I'm got, Jurgen Klopp. Yeah, you've got the ability to. To put Oxlade Chamberlain in, if you want, would you do it? <sighs> You know my feelings on Henderson sometimes, but to be fair to him, you know... He, Let it out, Stu. No, no, not, we'll save it. It will come. <laughs> but, um, no, I, I would Just waiting for us to get pizza. Yeah, I'd keep it as it is. Like you said before, you know, if it ain't broke... Yeah. 
Um, yeah, just I just want to touch like that's eight games now where um, we haven't kept a clean sheet. Last one was against Sheffield, twenty eighth of September. Yeah, is this creeping in? Where, you know, we are looking shaky again at the back. We're not keeping these clean sheets. It's weird because I think it's a little bit of a concern, isn't it? And when you when you're winning so many games, you've still got to be able to kind of still review things that aren't going so well and to not be keeping any clean sheets will it will be a slight concern I would say yeah but I suppose if you look at the I'm sure if you look at the amount of goals conceded uh, in the I think we've conceded nine in the league I'm like I think it's nine and I think the the least amount of goals conceded is like eight um, in the league so it's not like we're shipping a ton of goals. It's just like the odd one each game, isn't it? So we're not a million miles away from getting more clean sheets. It's just, like you say, it's just that odd, the slightly just switching off here and there. Even the going back to the Tottenham game, where it was right at the start of the yeah. game, wasn't it? We were just thinking, right, uh, that's when you're kind of more susceptible to being just, you know, not quite concentrated, if you like. Um, the Villa one as well. We said the the Villa one set piece. Uh, Genk was a set piece. Yeah. I actually think Allison should have saved that one against Villa. I haven't really seen anyone talk about that, but I I think that was very savable. But yeah, I th- I think it's it. I'd be it's surprised. Only concern I'd be surprised if it's not. It's 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 going unnoticed really, and yeah. I think it's good as well in a way to just keep us on our toes yeah. a little bit with that. It's not the end of the world that we're winning these games, but we've still got room for improvement. So, well, a little um, I did my own little digging about this because I was like thinking to myself, like, who, who have City played? I'm trying to take the stats over all now. Yeah, yeah. The, the, you know, this is like look, you know, researching myself. Yeah. This actually yeah. off me on back. Um, but basically, like, if you look at last season's top six, you know, obviously including us and City, yeah. and then you add Chelsea, Spurs, Arsenal, and Man United, City have actually only played Spurs, and they got beat, and they haven't played they, anybody they, else. They drew, yet. didn't they? Oh, they drew. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the uh, the handball and all that. Stato crown oh, isn't quite. I know. I was nearly there, but basically we, you know, we've played Chelsea, beat them two one, played Spurs. 2-1, yeah. played Arsenal 3-1 and then Man United won all. So yeah. obviously, you know, you could probably, you know, discount Chelsea like they they are having a good season. Yeah. But, you know, you look at the other three, Spurs, Arsenal, United, they're they having still, indifferent seasons, but still, you know, they still are. They still can cause problems in a big game, I know what yeah. you're saying. It's like us against United, isn't it? You know, looking at the form, looking at the two teams, we should wipe the floor with them. But because it's a big game, yeah, thing you know, things can happen. So you know, um, with us like getting those games out of the way, and obviously that they're, they're going to be on the horizon for City soon. You know, those you, you do wonder whether the, you look at that defeat they had against Norwich now in hindsight, and you think that was a terrible defeat, wasn't it? Considering uh, the considering the way Norwich have gone, Norwich have gone yeah. since then, for them to lose that game. Uh, but everybody has those it, games, though, don't they? Sometimes. Well, we're not. Well, we've been close to it. We managed to get over the line, but yeah. Um, so they've still got the the point you're trying to make is they've still got you know some of those more 
challenging games to yeah, come. Yeah. Um, whereas we've, like you say, we we we've kind of uh, navigated our way through some of them. So, yeah, it it depending on the result, it it's gonna be. I don't think you can play it down how huge this game is. We know last season they took four points off us. That's the difference between winning the league yeah. and coming second, isn't it? Yeah. If we win, and it's nine points. With those games to come, like you say, like we're in a fantastic position, and obviously we don't want to count our chickens too soon, but I think we'd be, you know, if we didn't have the fixture pile up. I don't want to say. Do you know when you just don't want to tempt fate out and say, if we win that game, we've won the league. Yeah. Whereas we know, so many things can happen. So many things can go wrong. You know, we've seen that. Yeah. Uh, many times but I think if you and I were neutral and taking our uh, you know our Liverpool caps off and and not being not trying to tempt fate I think we'd say if Liverpool win this game probably would you know we'd say Liverpool should win the title from here from here even though it is only how many games is it 10 or 11 games yeah. Um, it, you know the, the the way that we have been just uh, you know, continually kind of on this unbeaten run, and that doesn't look like there's any signs of that 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 coming to an end. We'd we'd be in a hell of a position, uh, moving forward. But on the flip side, they could beat us. It could be three points, and then all of a sudden, game on. You know, it's neck and neck again, isn't it? Almost. Yeah. So, what's your we haven't done this before, but what's your score prediction? We haven't done a score. You ask me how it's going to go, and I just say we're going to win. That's what go on usually in. happens, doesn't it? Go on, then. Score prediction. It's uh, just to win, you know. I do. Oh, yeah, but I can see us, you know, obviously going off that eight I think games, the, I think no the, clean sheet. the home advantage, I think there's something about City as well when they come to, to players at Anfield. Have they still got that? They still got that record, haven't they? They haven't won, haven't won at Anfield since like two thousand and three. Really? Wow. There's another stat for you. All right, I'll be looking at that. You have to double after, check that one. I'm sure you might have to th- apologise for once. Yeah. <laughs> be my apology next week. I'm sure the last time they won at Anfield, Anelka scored a couple of goals, and I'm sure it was like two thousand and three. We've basically got a massive hoodoo over them at Anfield, yeah. even though in recent years. They've really come to the fore, and they've been, you know, they they've been above us in the table more often than not in recent years. But they still haven't managed to get a result at Anfield. I think that plays a massive part again in the in the in the uh, the mind games a bit, if you like as well. I think that's going to be absolutely huge. The atmosphere, it's going to be, you know, like we said before, it's going to be hostile. I think that's going to factor into it. We're just going to be. I can see us just getting right in the faces, making it really difficult for them. And I can see us uh I can see us winning my uh scoreline. Maybe even like a three a three one to Liverpool or something like that. Yeah, like I do see us conceding, but I, I just feel like I just feel that we're gonna get them on the on the counter a lot and I, I feel that we'll edge it two one. So we're both saying a win. You don't think it's going to be a ball You've draw? You've got to be optimistic, haven't you? Each nullify. The, the each thing other. is, when you, you you got into this 
this way now of just because we win um because we are winning so many games you have so much confidence uh, that we were win. even watching that Villa game when we've getting to the last couple of minutes I was thinking still back not necessarily to win but I still felt we 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 could definitely score um I don't know we just we've just got a, a way about us that we don't um the the attitude yeah. that we have is we don't, we, 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 we don't give in and yeah I, I do fancy us to to win the game yeah good good we got to haven't we Liverpool fans um right we'll finish on then like we'll touch on this fixture pile up that's going to be coming right. up after basically after the City game after the international yeah. break where we kick off against Palace and then for the next like six to seven weeks we basically are playing a game every three to four days in one case 24 hours where yeah we're obviously you know we've got this league cup game against Villa and then the next day we're playing this uh, the FIFA world championship um what 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 do you think like i i feel he's going to be taking out say his first team to this in is it is it Doha Qatar is it Qatar um i think he's going to take the first team out to that and he's going to put the kids out in the Villa game. Because I think this is obviously, you know, it's FIFA, you know, it's high profile. There obviously must be money coming in for winning it, you know. Yeah, it's the, it's the only competition that, we, that we've not won as a club as well. Yeah. So, does that, I, I think it does hold more prestige than, than the League Cup. So, I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think that we'll send the first team... To the, uh, to the Club World Cup. Right, looking at um, our fixtures, like this, like this, like I think it's like seven week period. It's crazy, isn't it? But I think this is, you know, we've got Palace, Napoli, Brighton, Everton, Bournemouth, Red Bull, Watford, Villa, potentially two games in this FIFA, um, World Championship. There's two games regardless, isn't there? Oh, we're going to up. All oh, right, there you go then. Well, we will be playing two games then. Yeah, and then we've got Leicester on Boxing Day, and then Wolves, Sheffield, an FA Cup game, and then we finally have like a week rest, and t- and then we play Spurs. But like looking at those fixtures in the league, you know you're probably looking. Obviously Everton, they're going to be up for the derby, like. But you know you you probably they're also shite. Exactly, but you know you're probably looking at Leicester. Who you know who were really gonna be opposition, stiff opposition, possibly Sheffield again. You know, like the way obviously you know every man behind the ball. Yeah, and everything. I know. I know what you're saying that it's 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 on the favourable side, isn't it? The fixtures there. Yeah. But I I think that the whole fixture pilot is just you know it's a vic- being a victim of our own success, isn't it? Unfortunately, it's kind of unavoidable if you. If you keep if you keep something. winning in multiple competitions, you're gonna have a lot of fixtures to play, and that that's just unfortunately that the way it's panned out. And I think it's a little bit, it's a little bit unavoidable, isn't it? They just couldn't. I don't know the exact logistics of it, but I don't think they could really move. They couldn't move that league cup game, could they? So, it's yeah, it's it's a shame because I do think. The team that we're gonna put out for that Villa game, I think Villa should should win the game because we, 
we're gonna be putting out pretty much a, a really weakened team. A, you know, a, a youth side, yeah. uh, almost. So, um, it is almost, uh, you know, we could we could end up winning. Who knows? Who knows what team Villa are gonna put out? If you were them, you'd definitely send an opportunity to to get to the semi final. But it's a shame that we almost have to not throw away that competition a little bit, but deprioritize that competition because yeah. of the fact that uh we've got into the position of of winning all these games and it's become an issue of, of needing to um needs must if you like of, of being able to to field two different two different teams so it's it's a shame it's come to that but would you um would you go along with that would you would you just play the first team in, in the club world cup and the you know a, a second string youth side or, or would you do like a mix and match i think a mix and match has been suggested yeah well i think because the quality take the villa of the game opponent... take the villa game out yeah. you know say um you know we we did get knocked out um you know if we had hadn't if we had got knocked out by arsenal yeah um what i would have done with this fifa world championship thing tournament <laughs> Uh, is I don't ba- think that's the official name. It's basically like do like a mix and match team and you know bring players off early and you know treat it as a bit of like a pre season kind of tournament, but because of you know uh, getting through against Arsenal, it's just a hard one. Like for me, ideally, I wouldn't like to play the first team in either competition. Really. Really, <laughs> let's I, I, face it. I, I really would like to see us win the, the the club World Cup, and I know it's not nowhere near on the scale of winning the Champions League or but anything what if like that. that affects us in the but league? you don't get the opportunity to win a competition like that often because you do, you know it's a result of winning the Champions League. So and again, I think it'd be great for the for the clubs to to have won that and have to have won everything that there is possible to win. I know we say you don't want to be anything to the detriment of the league, but. I think we should be. Unfortunately, we do have to sacrifice one of them. I I think, and that is going to have to be the League Cup. But do you think we should do what United did those many years ago and not enter a team for the FA Cup then? Well, <laughs> I, I, know don't, I don't think that's after. But then, yeah, it's still I don't, I don't game think it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't clash, does it at all? But um, um, I don't know. I don't, just going back to the, the would you. Would you have a first team for the? How would you play it then with the two games? Would Would you have a mix and match? Because I'm just. So I'm is this thinking, me, Jurgen Klopp again? Yeah, you're back in your. Right, you're Jürgen back in the hot seat against you. Oh, I don't know. I really don't. I've know. started to think about as I'm talking about it now, and I've started to think about it. I, I'm all. I'm almost convincing myself that you could actually do, a bit of a mix and match, and potentially. Get get through both of them, and that would give us more because the quality of the opposition. Do you know who we've who is in this conversation? I'm not clear. Uh, <laughs> this is honest, how much I yeah, yeah, yeah. put it yeah. this way. Not not a great deal. We obviously don't know who we're playing until there's a there's a I'm not sure if you're aware, but there's a round previous. There's a quarter final. Still to be played. There's a there's quarter final match. We automatically go into the semi final. Oh yeah, I know this. Right, so there's a quarter. So we don't know who we're playing essentially yet, but the the quality of the opposition, as far as I'm aware, and you know I don't really watch watch the games or whatever. Um, she doesn't is, know who is we could face either. <laughs> really, 
Put it this way, Aston Villa would probably give him a game. Well, do you know yeah, what I mean? You were, so, you were skirting around this like a politician. What I'm kind of coming to the conclusion of now is you could potentially have that uh, a mixture of youth and experience in each of the games and and have a good opportunity to win both games. Yeah. It's yeah. difficult. It is difficult. I, I, I don't think we do, we'll do that. I think we'll, no. we'll, we'll sacrifice the League Cup, Definitely. like I say, but I don't know. Uh, apologies there, listeners. We did just have some uh, technical issues there. Um, completely not my fault. Oh, yes, um, but I, I just it would happen to get caught You're off. You're in charge of the production. Caught off mid, failed again. mid-sentence there. Um, but do I, you remember, guys, I, last I, apologies I brought it all Matty. back together. Yeah. Um, and I was talking about the League Cup and how we were going to um, ultimately have to sacrifice that and uh, Stu just wasn't happy about that and wanted to just bin off both tournaments so um, I think that's the, the conclusion that we that we came to in the end yeah is that fair enough yeah yeah uh, so yeah we just wanted to add that and um, yeah so technical issues aside and illness aside from me we should you should be hearing us uh, after the um, Man City result, which will be Monday mm. night, for so, no longer than fifty nine minutes and fifty nine seconds. For I know there's reference. a cut off limit on this cheap app, which is free anyway. <laughs> so you get what you don't pay for. So it's bye from me. Cheers. Bye again.